welcome and uh, praise the Lord. Uh, it is uh, His day and as His children, we ought to worship our Father, right? Uh, so I'm glad you guys are joining us. Wherever you are, would you all stand to receive the word of the Lord? Today's given text is from Colossians chapter 3, verses 15 to 17. Okay, it's on the screen, so I'm going to read that passage. Uh, Let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace, and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as, the, as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit. Sing to God with gratitude in your hearts, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of, name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. You may be seated. I titled today's message, How Can You Live Through This Fearful Time? What happened to year 2020? Uh, so many bad things happening in 2020. Right? We hear the awful news relating racial issue. Wire fires are everywhere in, in Southern Cal and Northern Cal and west side of the state. And a hurricane hit many parts of the city in the East Coast. And did you feel earthquake the other day? Yes. How many of you guys felt earthquake? You guys felt earthquake, right? I was sleeping, and when it uh, shook the land, the first word that came out from my mouth was 4.8. I kind of knew, you know, like living in California for that long time, I can sense it. That was, that's about 4.8 magnitude. Uh, following that, I found out it was like 4.5, right? Close enough. Things are happening in our lives, especially year 2020, right? But you know what? When you study the history, uh, we always have bad news. Many awful things happen when you look at the histories. Many uh, incidents took place in, on this planet Earth. Uh, there was a guy named Will Durant. Uh, he said in his book, The Lessons of the History, he said, in the last 3,421 years of recorded history, only 268 have seen no war, and 8,000 peace treaties were made and broken. When you look at the history, people live with the fears because so many scary incidents that took place. And today, I sense tremendous fears that people face because of things that are happening in our lives. It seems like there's no peace in this land. As we go through this fearful time, I, I want to ask you, I want to ask this question. How can we get the peace in the midst of crazy, fearful time? How can we keep the peace? And in today's text, Paul is commanding us, not suggesting us, but commanding us, those of us who are living in fear. I want to share three points today. First one is, let the peace of Jesus overrule your fears. I want to read verse 15 once again. Let the peace of Christ rule your heart, since as members of one body you were called to peace. 
and be thankful. Let the peace of Christ rule. The word rule means to serve as a judge or empire. It means to overrule. In a court of law, an attorney may stand up and say, Objection, Your Honor. You, you, you seen that the scene in, in the movie a lot, right? If the judge decides the objection is out of order, he or she may simply say, Objection overrule. Which means, sit down and shut up. That's what they mean, right? That's what the peace of Christ can do for us. When fear stands up and says, Fear or boo! The peace of God immediately calls for order and says, Boo overruled, fear overruled, meaning fear, sit down and shut up. I think the biggest enemy that we face as we go through this pandemic is the fear. We have so much fear, and only way to get rid of this fear is having the peace of Christ. Having the peace of Christ. We have to let peace of Christ rule over us. Rule over our hearts. But what does this net to, to net the peace of Christ rule means? Let me share with you three, three simple points. First, it means you have to have peace with God. That's what it means. We got to have peace with God. We are once enemy to God. But because of God's grace and mercy, now we have peace with God. That's why Paul says in Romans chapter 5, 1, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That's what that means. And secondly, it means you can have uh, peace in the midst of pain. You know what? You, we can maintain peace in the midst of suffering and midst of fearful time. Apostle Paul was in prison when he wrote this letter of Colossians and also letter of Philippians. In Philippians 4, chapter 7, this is what he said. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. God can provide peace in the midst of pain, midst of suffering, midst of fearful time. That's why Paul could write the letter like Philippians. You know the main theme of Philippians is rejoice, right? Rejoice in always. He wrote that letter in the prison. I don't know where I, where I get this quotation, but this, I love this quotation. Peace that Jesus gives is not absence of trouble, but is rather the confidence that He is there with you always. Let me repeat one more time. Peace that Jesus gives is not the absence of trouble, but is rather the confidence that He is there with you always. Can you say amen to that? I love the quotation. And thirdly, you can enjoy peace with others. That, that is, you know, peace, is, we tend to think peace is the inside thing, but it is actually an external uh, matter too, right? Verse 15, uh, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart, since as a members of one body you are called to peace and be thankful. You know, Satan is a divider. He loves divided churches. He loves divided nations. He loves divided family members. But the Holy Spirit, on the other hand, He loves to bind us together as one. 
That's why, you know, when I give benediction, you know, I, I could call the, that the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you. Right? He's a spirit of fellowship. Did you know that? He binds people together. So when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we love to have fellowship with one another. We love to encourage one another. We love to enhance one another. As you go to this, pan this pandemic, I hear so many awful news about relationships getting really broken. There's so many uh, divorce rates increase and domestic violence are like actively uh, you know, raised. We have to let the peace of Christ rule over us. That's the answer. And second point, uh, let the word of Christ overrule your mind. As we go through this fearful time, I think our emotions can be easily attacked. Therefore, it is important for us to protect our thoughts and minds. If we lose the battle in our minds and thoughts, we will lose it all. Therefore, we need to let the Word of God dwell in us abundantly in our minds and thoughts. Uh, let's look at verse 16 one more time. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another with the all wisdom, as you sing psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs with gratitude in your heart to God. There are so many fake news out there. You know, it's so hard to tell which is which. So hard to distinguish which is truth or not. In this kind of confusion time, we need to hold on to the truth more. All you have to do is stick with the truth, open the scripture, and hear what the truth is telling us. Do you want to hear the truth? Nothing but the truth? Come to Jesus. Jesus is the word of the Lord, right? He is the word of God. In, in the beginning, there was a world, world became flesh dwelt among us. Jesus Christ is the word of God. He is the truth. So we have to come to the word of God and hear from Him. Bible is the word. Uh, 2 Timothy uh, 3.16 all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. We need to have truth, especially as you go through this fearful time. Uh, do you know when is the most dangerous time? When is the dangerous, most dangerous time? It is when we begin to ignore the word of God. It is when we reject the word of God. It is when we replace the Bible with something else. That's the most dangerous time. Our minds have to go along with the Word of God. Let's say you have conflict. Your thoughts and your way of living and Word of God have conflict. What do you do? What do you do? We simply surrender ourselves to the Lord. That's the only way. That's the best answer. When you've got conflict, your life and the Word of God, just simply render yourself to the Lord. You know, dwell here. Dwell means be at home. Let the Word of God dwell in your life. Dwell means be at home. There's a pastor named Dyke. His last name is Dyke. David Dyke. He said, God's Word must not be the resident in your mind, but it must be the president of your thoughts. I love the quotation. My goodness, he writes such a beautiful way. God's Word must not be the resident in your mind, but it must be the president of your thoughts. When you are filled with the Word of God, you become a very positive person. That's the sign that you are filled with the Word of God. Therefore, you have, since you are so positive, you will have positive interpretations. You know, life is all about interpretation. 
You know, we face so many incidents in our lives, but how do you interpret the situation? That is so important. Even if you get like traffic ticket, what do you usually do? Dang it, I got traffic ticket. You know, that's my our like natural response to the you know things, the incident that we face, right? But person who has a like positive interpretation may translate like this, interpret like this. Wow, you know, maybe God prevent me to face big accident. The other day, my tiger popped. On the day, I, I was actually driving and my tiger popped. I was like, oh my goodness, Lord, why me? You know, I had that kind of attitude. And that day, God told, I felt like God was rebuking me. What happened to your attitude? What happened to your attitude? He was keep telling me. I began to, you know, show the gratitude to the Lord. So many things, so many ways. God has blessed me so many ways. Having the gratitude of gratitude is so important. That's the will of God, right? That's what actually today's text talks about it. Someone asked me, what is God's will? Do you want to know what's God's will in your life? I have, a, I have one here in this passage right here. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 Give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. It's talking about in all circumstances even in the fearful time that we face right now. You know a person named Helen Keller? She couldn't see, she couldn't talk. She was blind, she was deaf. But you know what? This is what it said. So much has been given to me that I have no time to ponder that which I don't have. Wow! Isn't it a powerful statement? So much has been given to me that I have no time to ponder that which I don't have. If she can show the edit of reality, you and I can definitely do even more. Last point, let the name of Jesus Christ overrule your name. Going, to, go, going through this fearful time, we got to hold on to the name of Jesus. Verse 17. And whatever you do, whether in the word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through Him. The twin verse for verse 17 is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31. Do we have that? Yes. Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it for the glory of God. There was one pastor, uh, uh, he prayed before the sports competition. This is how we pray. Uh, in Jesus' name we play. He, I guess he offered our prayer, right? Well, whatever we do, whether we play basketball, volleyball, or you know, golfing, whatever we do, we got to do the, in the name of Jesus Christ. The problem is the years when we try to do in the name of our own name. My name is important. No, your name is not that important. <laughs> name of Jesus is important. We should do everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me ask you this question. Are you doing things in your name or... In the name of Jesus. Who gets the credit for your act of righteousness or act of kindness? Who gets the credit? Here's the key question. Who gets the credit? That's so important. If we perform uh, act of kindness and don't mention Jesus, then you get the credit. Jesus said if you do the act of kindness, to be seen by man, then the only reward you will ever receive is the applause of man. 
But if you do your act of kindness in the name of Jesus Christ, you will receive a reward in heaven. I'm going to conclude my message today. Guest speaker came to church and he repeatedly said about this phrase, For this I have Jesus. Uh, one of member named Linda, she, uh, hello Linda, Linda, uh, we have Linda here too. Uh, she kept the phrase in her heart, For this I have Jesus. After service, she checked the phone and she got a message from her mother. She just got a stroke. And she began to repeat this phrase, For this I have Jesus. She could overcome the fear that she had. Her mother was living in Philadelphia, so she had flew to Philadelphia, but she had a fear of, you know, riding a plane. But she kept repeating this phrase again, for this I have Jesus. She had no problem. She managed well to ride a plane. Soon as she landed in Philadelphia, she ran to her mother, but mother just passed away. It was so hard for her, but she repeatedly said the phrase, for this I have Jesus. She could manage well to let her mom to be with the Lord. Going through this fearful time, I want you and I to repeat this phrase, for this I have Jesus. For this I have Jesus. Amen. Let's pray together. Lord, let the peace of Jesus overrule our fears, Lord God. Lord, let the peace of Christ overrule our mind. Lord, let the name of Jesus overrule our name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.